Hey y'all and welcome back to another week on the podcast. Hope you've been taking five revive. So last week we had Sam and Julia on the podcast where we chatted about how we can be sharing Jesus with our mates at this time. But this week we've got Bree and Sam here and we're going to be talking about our family. Who's our family and how should we be caring for them? But first, Bree and Sam, do you guys have any funny or embarrassing family get-together stories? Yeah, well, I sure do. I think, I feel like every time that my family and I get together, I feel there's always going to be some sort of story coming out of it. And one that definitely pops out for me is a trip from Hawk's Nest a couple of years ago. Um, we decided to go for a drive on the beach. We thought, you know, it'd be a great idea, good fun, play some beach cricket. Um, until my uncle cars got bogged, which just wasn't ideal. Fortunately, though, when we went back to helping, we just took a couple of minutes to get him out, which was nice and easy. Started driving off again. About a minute later, though, got stuck again. And this time was a bit worse than the last time, which wasn't good. Thing took about 15, 20 minutes to get him out. But while we were helping him get out, we actually got bogged ourselves, which wasn't ideal for that situation. Fortunately, though, we weren't too stuck, which was good. So we could get out nice and easily and finally got him out as well. And finally, just everything was going normal. But decided, no, we'll just come back the next day. Thought be better to do that then. But definitely a great story to tell the family get-togethers now. So good. Yeah, yeah, bog cars are the worst. Um, I have a story of when I was a kid, um, my family used to go on trips with um, a bunch of other families. and We've known each other our whole lives, so they're basically family. Uh, when we'd go on holidays, um, the kids would all go off and play, but I was the only girl and there was a whole bunch of guys. And they wouldn't let me play with them because I was a girl. So I used to go away, put on pants, tie my hair back, and then I'd come back and say, Hi, my name's Brian. Can I play with you? (laughs) Brian could play with them, but Brianna wasn't allowed. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. Oh, family, am I right? It is a love-hate relationship sometimes. I don't know about you, but I love my family heaps. Um for all they've done for me and continue to do, but man, can they get on my nerves. Uh, I can't say I'm any saint, but full ownership, I'm positive the street goes both ways. I get annoyed at them, they get annoyed at me, Um, but despite it all, the banter and the bickering are awesome. Love them so dearly. But all that said, Brie, what do you think the Bible actually says about family? Good question. I love going to the Bible for these things. Um, You know, for a little while, I wasn't sure if Jesus was that big on family because he doesn't really talk about his family very much. And in Luke 14, he even says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, that person cannot be my disciple. So I was a bit confused for a little while, but I think the main point that he was trying to get across here was that your relationship with God has to be the most important thing in your life, even more than your family. And so it might look like you hate your family just because the bar is set so high. But um, God does care about family, and he's shown us that in the Bible. The Old Testament is basically one big story about one big happy family, the Israelites. Well, maybe not happy family. (laughs) Um, But even in the Ten Commandments, number five is honor your father and mother. So there's this huge emphasis on family and how we should love and care for them. But there's another kind of family in the Bible, and that's our family of believers. Um, In Romans 8, it says, we've been adopted into his family as his children. 
And it also says in Galatians 3 that since we're God's children, we are also heirs. An heir is someone who gets to inherit all these good things from their parents when they die. And when Jesus died, he left us eternal life for us to inherit. So Jesus wants us to love our brothers and sisters in Christ and look forward to spending eternity with them. So good. How awesome. Yeah, so there's two types of families. There's our immediate family and there's our eternal brothers and sisters. How good is that? We've had to deal with our immediate family a fair bit at the moment. Um, I know everyone has different experiences with family and probably has over this period of sort of quarantine isolation. Uh, But how have you guys been finding it hanging out with your family so much right now? Yeah, I've definitely, definitely been enjoying it a lot. So we, before coronavirus, we would usually have, I think, about one, two meals a week maybe together if we're lucky. But now I just find we're having, I think, four or five meals together, which is just, it's just so great to, you know, be together with the family, having mm-hmm. meals, just having good conversations. We've also had those nights of just mo- like a classic movie night or even just looking through old family photos and videos, which has been really good, you know. But there's always always going to be challenges with family, especially in a time like this, you know, people getting on each other's nerves, having a few arguments. I definitely know in my family if... When the, all the kids are asked to do the washing up, it's always who's doing what. Lots of arguments had over those. Um, but as well for me, it has been hard sometimes, especially in my later years of high school. I know I definitely wasn't much of a high school worker. I definitely could put more effort in. Um, and I always remember those, those nights of mum telling me, you know, keep doing the work, you've got to do more. And I'm like, just, I don't want to, you know. But in those times as well, definitely just showed to me how much my parents were loving me and caring for me, which, you know, I've always thanked them for how much they want me to do my best. And they always just want the best for me, which is always great to know. Yeah, I've also found being in isolation, spending more time with family, it's been really nice. But definitely throughout my life, there have been moments when loving my family was a challenge. Um, As a kid, I had this weird belief that um, getting angry or arguing with other people was not cool, but if it was your family, it's totally fine. Family is fair game. (laughs) 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 I don't really know why I thought that. But um, yeah, sometimes um, growing up, when it felt like my freedoms were being restricted, especially by my parents, this made it especially hard to behave lovingly. And sometimes I still struggle with that. But I've come to learn that there's something very special about family. When you spend every day with the same people, you're going to see each other for who you truly are. The good, the bad, the ugly, the haven't washed my hair in a week ugly. <laughs> and, and home should be a place where you feel safe and you don't have to hide yourself. And the people there are going to love you anyway. That's what family is. Um, and for me, that just makes me want to love my family even more because of how much they love me. But I know that's not what home is for everyone, and I'm really sorry if that's you. If family isn't what it should be for you, just remember that you also belong to God's family, and you're loved by your brothers and sisters in Christ, and your Father in heaven loves you more than you could ever imagine. Yeah, amen to that. Um, And it can be tough to love our immediate family. I know for me, you know, um, high school, pretty much all of it was just... um, yeah, high school and loving my parents and loving my siblings was really difficult just because we're all such huge personalities and we all love each other so much, but seem to struggle in showing it sometimes. So yeah, it can be really tough. But we also have another family, our Christian brothers and sisters. 
So how are we to love them? Yeah, well, as Bri was saying before, it's great to answer these questions by looking first at the Bible and seeing what it says there. And as I was looking, I found in John 13, verses 34 to 35, John says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. So here, it's, it's telling us that we're commanded to love one another, which is, like, if it's, we're being told by the Lord to do something, we definitely should be doing it. But we should also, even though we're being told, we should also want to love one another. Like our Christian brothers and sisters, we should want to be there for our brothers and sisters, be caring for them, especially in a time like this when lots of uncertainty and not seeing them as much as we would like to is happening. And here as well, also in the verse, by this all people know that you are my disciples. By showing our love to our brothers and sisters in Christ, it's showing to our non-Christian friend that we're showing love to each other and that we want to also be giving that love to them. So if by having those conversations as well with our non-Christian friends, we could also give them insight into what it's like to be part of the Christian family. Yeah, 100%. And that relates to last week's podcast, doesn't it? Sure does. Definitely give that a listen. Yeah, where it was talking about sharing Jesus with your mates who don't know about him. So yeah, we're told to love our Christian brothers and sisters, just as Sam said, and that looks like in our day-to-day lives. Well, I think that could look like many different things. We're a bit restricted at the moment being stuck at home, so you might not be able to do any grand gestures, but the little things can mean just as much. And thank goodness for phones and social media, right? Um, You can check in on your friends right now. You could send them a meme or a Bible verse or a heartfelt message. I know there are some people who are having a hard time right now and they might be feeling a little lonely. So you can show your love to your Christian brothers and sisters by reaching out, even if it's just for a fun combo, because it lets them know that you're thinking of them and that you care about them. And definitely extend that love to your family at home too. Uh, I've personally been trying to help out at home as much as possible, around the house, doing chores and stuff. And I know that's a pretty small thing, but I've actually been challenged to think about more ways that I can be showing love. Uh, One of my favorite Bible verses says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. That's from 1 John 3. And as someone who isn't like the biggest talker, I really love the idea of showing love with actions rather than just words that can sometimes be meaningless. I mean, sometimes words can be really meaningful too, and you should definitely tell the people you love that you love them. But also doing something for someone out of love can sometimes say more. Um, Here are some ideas that I had. You could do the grocery shopping for your grandparents. You could make your friend a cake and drop it off at their house. You could make funny videos and send it to your friends. Or you could go online and send someone flowers or send them a pizza. I think that would be a pretty cool way to show someone you love them. Yeah, 100%. I think actions can speak louder than words sometimes, can't they? I'm more of uh, words. I love writing um, letters and just sort of spilling my guts out. I think that's really nice and um, as a songwriter as well, that's what I love to do. But yeah, for other people, it's Actions are a huge thing and it's sort of like, you know, that's their love language and showing how much they care for you. Um, But through it all, we hope that you guys listening in, you revivers, know that through it all, the goal is to glorify God. As 1 Corinthians 10 31 says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, 
Do it all for the glory of God. So whatever you're doing and whenever you're doing it, do it for God's glory. How awesome is that? So as we end up, Bree, would you pray for us? Sure. Father God, thank you so much that you've given us family and that we can go through this world with people that love us. And thank you also that we have a family with you and that you've adopted us into your family and that nothing will be able to separate this family. And because of that, we get to inherit eternal life with you. Father, I pray that you would help us to remember this and remember how much we are loved. Um, And because of this, because of how much we're loved, we can go out and show that love to other people, to our family and to our friends um, in big ways and in small ways and in whatever way that works for us. And we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, Revive, that was our podcast. Our challenge for you is to go tell your parents that you love them. Um, And if you're not a huge talker when it comes to doing that, as I know I am not, I struggle with that, um, (laughs) show them that you love them. So for me, showing my parents that I love them is making them a pot of tea. That's how I show the love. So we challenge you to go show them some love. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See you guys.